The following podcast is brought to you by the BICBP Radio Network. Listeners and welcome to another wonderful episode of History Creeps. I am one of your co-hosts, uh, Carter Johnson, and with me are two lovely, lovely gentlemen. Uh, in fact, Johnny makes a very good cuddle pillow. Uh, I don't know about Chris because he lives too far away. Uh, Johnny Townsend and Chris Chavez. Ooh, that's me. Uh, not only do I make a great cuddle pillow, thanks for that plug there. You're welcome, uh, Carter. Uh, I also uh, this is a this is a brag. I'm going to put this out there. This is a full on brag. I had a McRib today. That's right, they're back. Uh, <laughs> so, History Creeps sponsored by the McRib. So make sure <laughs> only Chris, for a limited time, though. <laughs> make sure Chris, especially, let your wife know that that the McRib is back, and I enjoyed it immensely. But uh, one quick complaint. Uh, uh, McDonald's, uh, no need for so much onion. A little onion's okay. Yeah, they have know, an issue with that, don't they, man? Yes, because I don't know if you guys know that. Oh, I'm getting on my soapbox here. Uh, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but the McDonald's onion is something special. And by that, I mean it stay like the taste of the McDonald's onion stays in your mouth for days. Yep. <laughs> it yeah. doesn't leave no matter what you do. <laughs> That's why I always ask for my double cheeseburgers with no onions, bro. Yeah, I, I should have done that. I don't that. need that negativity in my life. <laughs> and I don't hate onions on stuff, but man. Yeah, I don't either. But I, I, I agree with you 100%. They stick around, man. And not in a good, fun, happy kind of way. Right, yeah. I mean, what if I want to get my Mac on with some, you know, sweet honey? That's how the kids talk today, right? <laughs> and you smell like onions. You smell like yeah. the McRib. Like, That's right. if it was just the McRib smell, it might help you out, but adding the onions in there. If I found a, a woman who was into the McRib smell, that's my... Dude, that's what I was going to say. Like, you know, the McRib could, like, work for you in that case, but the onion is definitely going to work against you. I'm just telling you, like, I'm I'm just going to make this this announcement here. If you're a lady and you like the McRib, uh, uh, hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> and wow, you go off the rails for that one, but... <laughs> Because uh, uh, we's about to have some fun. <laughs> <laughs> the McRib or with the lady? I Ooh, mean, lordy. Yeah, they're not in my book. They're not mutually exclusive. It's going to be a uh, a menage trois. Is that what you call a McRib in in, in Paris? That's yep. That's that what I call it when it's me and McRib and a, and a lady. It's menage yep. trois. <laughs> it's uh. It's like a Royale with cheese, but exactly, not. exactly. I'm very classy. Oh, fellas, 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 <laughs> guys! It's it's the month of Halloween. It's Halloween month. October, Please my don't favorite. Start singing the song. It is Halloween. Look, it's uh, Halloween. <laughs> uh, you know, you'd think I'd like that more since it's all Oingo Boingo, but no, I don't. <laughs> well, here, here, I'll change it up. 
It's the Monster Mash. There you go. Now that's a classic. It's a graveyard smash. I'm very good at this. That was uh, that was my one talent. I've now wasted it for free. <laughs> Actually, for free. <laughs> uh, pretty soon here, History Creeps, the Creepers, will be able to hear you sing that entire song on Patreon soon. Because I think we should offer that as a Patreon download. You doing a karaoke version of that song. Yeah, that's the, we want to punish the people who pay us money. It's a good idea. <laughs> I, like, I like this. Oh, listen. Don't undersell yourself, dude. You're going to be like the next the, the next hit that's bumping out of windows on, on a fall evening. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I want to be the guy that you can't hear singing because the beats are too fat and the kids are bumping the beats and you can't hear them. I'm trying to talk all kinds of 90s lingo today. <laughs> Word. It's all about that. Those fat beats. Hey, PhD. I still use. I still use word. Leave me alone. Hey, so do I'm I. Still personally attacked by this. So do <laughs> I. Uh, but you were saying, Johnny, it's October, the month of Halloween. Uh, it's our favorite month here at the Creeper Clubhouse. And today we're 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 doing something fun. We're just going to kind of go over a fun little list to get in the Halloween mood. But before that, we normally start our shows with uh, a current creep, something that's happening in the world right now. That we find strange, mysterious, or downright creepy. Or all of the above. Exactly. That's right. That's right. Uh, So I guess that's my cue. Um, So last episode, I brought, I I think it was that's odd. I brought up that this guy near me, near where I live, Uh, uh, took a video. Yeah, took video of. (laughs) Three squatches, trace uh, la squatches, and is that called? They were min- blurry as I'll get out. Would you call that a menage squatch? I would more yes. than anything. Yes, that's the word <laughs> we're using. And thank you, Chris. Uh, they could have. They could have been. I mean, I don't want to make any claims. Uh, the, 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 it was so blurry. They could have been having a romantic time for all we know. Uh, <laughs> it's going to sound like that senator that's into Bigfoot porn, dude. Yeah, that's, that's right. He's into menage squatches. Right? I mean, what are you That's a big do? shirt, menage squatch. <laughs> a history creep shirt. That is the next one. Get ready. Here it comes. And just and I'll just draw three Sasquatches in a certain <laughs> squatch, and we'll blur them in out in a suggestive in a suggestive pose. I'll put little black bars. <laughs> sure. I'll, I'll put little black censorship bars over certain <laughs> spots, and it doesn't even there you matter. Go. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is the first idea ever. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. This is a but I am all for it. It's coming. We'll, we'll sell like hotcakes. <laughs> so what so, I, uh, with I, this have an, I have a sort of an update. By that I mean this is not an update, but a follow up, I guess, in a way, because another. Squatch has been sighted, guys. Oh, that's a squatch. This squatch watch <laughs> 19. Uh, this is from the Morganton News Herald, which is the closest, uh, I guess, city or town, whatever you want to call it, uh, to me. Uh, so, this is the closest local newspaper for me. Uh, Bigfoot uh, 9 11 post picture. Uh, that's the name of a group is Bigfoot 911 or 9 11. I don't know how they say it. A <laughs> uh, Bigfoot 911 is probably more like you, uh, more likely. Uh, post photos of strange figure at Lake James. Uh, Lake Ooh. James is a is a major lake, uh, not too far from me. Yes, it uh, is. <laughs> so, members of Bigfoot 911 said so they captured images of a Sasquatch type creature along the shoreline of Lake James after 1 a.m. Saturday. And the claim is getting statewide attention, guys. Uh, I have seen this picture, and I am pleased to report 
that you cannot make anything out. <laughs> <laughs> so no need for the black censorship bars. Right. Uh, no need at all. Uh, it's only one uh, squatch per what I can, I guess, see. And uh, the, I've come to the, the conclusion that if you see a squatch in my area, it it's it's blurry. <laughs> There's only blurry squatches here. We have no <laughs> we have no clear squatches in my area. Uh, John Bruner, who's the founder of Bigfoot Nine One One, said he and three other members uh, used a boat Friday night and passed midnight on Saturday to scout some locations for future expeditions. They were on the Linville side of Lake James. <clears throat> Let me see if I can do his voice. Now, we were actually just scouting for new locations for searching Bigfoot, he told the McDowell News. The only gear we had were the night vision cameras and God himself. <laughs> and it, and it, I added that last part. Oh. <laughs> hey, it fits. It fits. I it totally fits. thought it was legit. In that voice, yeah, in that voice, it totally fits. So uh, Bruner said his group had previously heard from witnesses who reported howling sounds on the Linville side of the lake, so Bigfoot 911 members thought it was worth checking out. Uh, apparently it was, guys, because they caught this picture. Uh, you can see it. I can send it to you guys if you really want, but I'll just give you a clue here. There's a lot of trees and a lot of, you know, it's nighttime. <laughs> I was going to say, it's like uh, one so in the morning. How clear is this shot? It's, I don't, they even... Uh, in this article, they even show you a close-up picture of it with a circle trying to show you exactly <laughs> the area the area to look. Yeah. And I guess it could be a tall figure, kind of, but it could also just be how all the trees are back there. <laughs> so oh, jeez. That's messed up, dude. Yeah. But yeah, so apparently right now in my area, it's a Squatch Heaven, guys. Squatches are coming out of the woods all over the place here. Uh, the woodwork. Dude, we might have to make a trip. Well, I can't. I don't Let's have do far it. to go. Visit. Yeah, exactly. You, I'll yeah, come you down, don't have dude. Far to go. Chris, however, I'll is do it. Be trekking his ass down the coast. I got Sky Miles. I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> Squatch us. We'll catch us a Squatch, dude. We'll be the first pod- Squatch. Not watch. even that. We'll have him on the podcast. Or we'll so, end up as like part of Missing Four One One, Mister Squatch. How did you feel? How did you? How are you so elusive all these years? And all we get are grunts. Either that, or it's going to be like because I am the ghost of a Neanderthal man, <laughs> and he's all like, uh, like scholarly sounding. Well, sir, right? exactly. Have a seat. I'll tell you a tale. Because, gentlemen, I have a hair condition. <laughs> <laughs> I always uh, did wonder that. Yeah. If what if it's just, just a person? It could have been something like that. Yeah, it's just I, a person who had a terrible, you know, condition with their skin, just hair growing everywhere. That's the one of the man, theories. Man. There's documented cases. Yeah, of that. and there's right. so, there's like, theories that that's the case, right? It's just kind of like wild humans that never wanted to be a part of society. Yeah, didn't they? Didn't they do that on the X Files? Yeah, once? wasn't that the Jersey Devil yep. episode? Yeah, yeah. Yep. 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 Hanging out yes, amongst sir. the homeless. I remember that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good episode. That was from like the first season, I think. Yep, definitely. The, I think it's like season ones, sure. th- episode three, I think. And now we're full circle back to the X Files, like back to scary UFOs and ghosts. That was my current creep. <laughs> Speaking of ghosts, keep another... an eye on that man because that's the second. <laughs> I can't. It's too blurry. Another blurry like... squatch. Yeah, but <laughs> ah, come on, man. <laughs> 
Are you you want to? Do you really want to get that close to him to take a good picture? I'm not going up there without a gauge, dude. Maybe that's his issue. He's waiting on people to actually take a good picture of him. I mean, if I was pictured so much and I didn't have a good picture of me, <laughs> which I don't, it'd be very you know infuriating for me myself. So that's probably why he's throwing rocks at people. I don't know. Take you can always just be like, bro, we'll make you look better than the Patterson Gimlin footage. Okay, come on out. <laughs> I could just imagine, like, if these blurry pictures were how his pictures were in high school, like in the yearbook. Like everybody else's pictures are just fine, and there's just a blurry picture, and it's no, oh, that's old Sasquatch over there. His mom's well, always that, so pissed that make at him. Bigfoot his last name, like, is he Jethro Bigfoot? Sasquatch Bigfoot. Like, I mean, yeah. His mom's always pissed at him. Can't you sit still, mom? <laughs> it's because of you and dad. I look this way. All... I got it from you. <laughs> <laughs> I learned it from watching you. Yeah. And that's yeah. it. That's history creeps for the week. Thanks so much for listening, guys. We'll see you later. <laughs> we can't keep going. That was perfect. Oh God. Anyway, all right. Let's move on to our uh, our our little discussion today. Our, our discussion to kick off the Halloween season. The fall, crisp, cold air October month. Is it getting colder by you guys yet? It's supposed to this weekend. Yeah, this right, weekend. Johnny? Yeah, I think right now, the past couple of days has been in the 90s here, but by the weekend, it's supposed to be back down to 70s. Oh, yeah, wow. it's supposed to be like 70 or something tomorrow, so that's going to be that's going to be an interesting shift. <laughs> yeah, we've got pretty the, abrupt, but yeah, I'm worried. Yeah, exactly. For it. There's no middle ground down here, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I remember. We've got the uh, the real crisp cold air coming in now. It's going to be in the 40s tonight. Ooh, nice. Yeah. See, I like that because I can sleep better when it's colder. Oh, yeah, same. me too, dude. Same here. But it's perfect, dude. It's perfect for that time of year, right? I love when the colors start changing in the trees. Um, and I love when it's time to sit around and tell ghost stories. Oh, yeah, me too. Yes. So today we're going to be discussing. I, I do that to myself, actually. <laughs> Several channels on YouTube you can subscribe to that tell yeah. ghost stories. And scare the crap out of yourselves at night. Yeah, pretty much right before <laughs> bed, too, man. Ellen's like, what's wrong with you? She's like, you're leaving lights on when you go to bed. You're like, I'm not turning them off before I go to bed. <laughs> just smart. Turn this lamp off? No. It's, if I turn That's that off, I got to I got to cross right? an entire room in the dark. That's not happening. No, no. But anyway, today we're going to kick off uh, the month of October with uh, a fun little list that Johnny scrounged up. It's uh, what's it called? The ten most famous ghosts. Yeah, so I thought it'd be fun for us to go through this list, you know, discuss this list, and then if there's any we felt were left off that should have been on here. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, Carter, you want to take us through this? Uh, give me one second. My phone is uh, being a <laughs> word that I can't say right now. Uh, Johnny's, yeah, Johnny's delicate ears. <laughs> Thank uh-huh. you. <laughs> no, you you never swear, dude. So like it's it's always like you know, I always feel like Mel Gibson in signs. I've heard know? him like, say I, but I swore. I heard. I've heard him say but hell. <laughs> there you go. Don't tell my heard. mama said that. Clutch the pearls. <laughs> I swear. I mean I, I did, I just did. There you go. <laughs> Passing out. Oh man. <laughs> All right, John, Johnny, you want to kick us off then? You want to start this out? Yeah, I could kick us off while he's trying to get his. Yeah, let's uh, do this. His help. Yeah, you do that. I'll get the next one. (laughs) King Hamlet is the first one to appear on this list. Uh, Uh, Though ghosts appear in several of Shakespeare's plays, uh, King Hamlet is among the better known of the Bard's ghost and plays an integral part in Hamlet. Hamlet may be the central character in the play, 
named after him. But without his father's ghost, there would be no story. Uh, so how familiar are you guys with Hamlet? I only know it in passing. Obviously, I've heard of it. I just, uh, yeah, I, I just remember I it from I've high school. Read it. I've read it. I remember it from high school. Yeah, I had to read it for high school. Yep. Yeah. No, not I mean, in my area in North Carolina. It, yeah, it, it, everything that like everybody remembers is either, you know, uh, Alas, poor Eureka, I knew him well. Yeah, or, yeah. My clearest memory of it is from Last Action Hero when Arnold Schwarzenegger is doing Hamlet, and he's like, <laughs> remember? He's like, to be or not to be, and he lights a cigar, not to be. Not to be. Not to be. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I just remember I like it from Shakespeare high school. Kill us all for how we treat his work. <laughs> if he wrote it, oh, that's you're... right. I went there. Conspiracy. Oh, here we go. And here earth, we go. And the Earth is flat, and we never went to the moon. That's why I went. And... The Earth is flat because I never fall up. My toilet leads to the Ministry of Magic. Keep, yeah, you know, just look <laughs> at that. <laughs> All righty, <laughs> moving along. <laughs> so we're, we're, I just wanted to mention this real quick. We're taking this list off of LiveScience.com, a 2007 article written by Benjamin Radford. Uh, the next in line here is The Flying Dutchman. So I only know this by name, know nothing else about this. The Flying Dutchman, the world's best-known non-human ghost, is a 17th century merchant ship said to haunt the high seas. According to sea lore, the ship, which often appears as a hazy image or a strange light, is said to be the po- uh, the portent of bad luck and doom. The ship and its crew became eternally cursed when its Dutch captain refused to take safe harbor during a storm despite pleas from the crew and passenger uh, uh, passengers. Instead, the impudent Dutchman challenged God to take them down. The ghost ship has been reported on the ocean from time to time, including the appear- uh, appearing off the coast of South Africa in 1923. Though never seen on land, the Flying Dutchman most recently appeared in the movie theaters across the country in the Pirates of the Caribbean films. Why would the Flying Dutchman be found on land? It's a ship. Of course, you're going to see it in the ocean, right? Yeah, it wouldn't make any sense. If you, don't see, you don't see you don't see ghosts walking around is, out on if the ocean. Becomes a ghost ship. Doesn't it technically have to quote unquote die first? So if you if you saw the Flying Dutchman wreckage on land, would you assume that it was sort of like I don't know, like the body. You know? I don't think they've found the wreckage. I, I think that's the deal with this is that it was lost. And then all they've seen is this ghost ship now. Well, everything I know about the Flying Dutchman comes from the documentary SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so as far as I know, he's underwater. I've never seen this. Yeah. Uh, but I think that's the name of the ship, the Flying Dutchman. Um, yeah, it's interesting, and, and I yeah, nothing else that I only knew about it, and I knew it was a ship. And I think they they've explained they've there's a scientific explanation for why people thought they saw this. Right, it's something to do with like the curvature of the Earth. Sorry, flat earthers, uh, but the curvature of the Earth's atmosphere, you know, in the I atmosphere, your premise, <laughs> and the, the the atmosphere, and like some somehow it it does some weird reflection. You know what I mean? That's why you, there's those those you can see these videos on YouTube of people filming what looks like a city in the clouds. Mm, that is yeah. a city in the clouds, dude. That is a dimensional portal <laughs> opening to a city in the clouds. I don't care what you say. Or yeah, I saw it in Bioshock Infinite, so it's real. <laughs> yeah, but that I think that's how they explain this thing away. But that's it's funny that they say it's the most it's the world's best known non-human ghost. 
because I have to argue. It is the most famous ghost ship. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. Don't don't you guys agree? It is like the most. Like, yeah, it's got to be. I yeah. guess you're I mean, right. Yeah, yeah, I can't think of a more famous ghost ship than that, except maybe the Mary Celeste. Maybe. But, yeah, but yeah, that's actually, the only other one that I think even comes close. And I think they yeah. said that one was found. Actually, you know, it was called a ghost ship because they found it just completely deserted. Whereas this, yeah. is literally yeah. a specter of a ship. I actually, this was in a, a, a Buffy spinoff book. I used to be into the Buffy the Vampire Slayer extended universe, Ooh. and uh, it was in one of the spinoff uh, books. They all got they all got taken on board the fl- and it was the same deal as like Pirates of the Caribbean. You had to, you know, pledge your loyalty to the ship, or they killed you. Like, oh man, yeah. it was Did kind Xander of the same deal. <laughs> no, 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 oh, no. Sad. It's okay. Uh, it's okay. You know, it's it's like Marvel. It's a different universe. I met him in person once, and this is a true story in Chicago. And uh, the the actor who played him, uh, it was either him or his twin, because I think he's a twin. But he's a twin. Yeah, uh, but uh, he was there to sign autographs and such. And I think this is before all the stories came out that he's actually an awful person. Uh, he uh, offered me a cigarette. It was very nice of him. I don't smoke, but it was very kind of him to do so. Who is this? That- the, the guy, guy who plays Xander, Xander on Buffy the Vampire. Buffy oh, the Vampire oh, 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 I didn't catch you say Xander. Okay. Yeah. I always loved Xander, man, because he he didn't have any superpowers and he read a lot of comic books. Yeah, he was my favorite on the show, if I'm being completely yeah. honest. But yeah, totally. Apparently, totally. he like he's uh, very violent and, all, violent and all this kind of stuff, so I don't know if he's the uh, greatest role model. <laughs> no, it doesn't. You know, that's him, not the character. Thank you. Yes. yes. Anyway, all right, next one. Bell Witch. Okay. Oh, you now get a good this, one. Oh, yeah. We've, the bell I think we yeah. covered this I, before, I, I yeah. like this story. This is a good story. <clears throat> uh, the Bell Witch, the events that allegedly happened at John Bell's Tennessee farm between 1817 and 1821 are said to be one of the classic American ghost tales. Bell shot at a strange animal on his farm, but the creature disappeared before it could be harmed. Several weeks later... The Bell family was tormented by a ghost that made terrifying sounds, shook the house, and physically attacked Bell's daughter, Betsy. The spectral assaults continued for several years, and at one point, Andrew Jackson is said to have dabbled in ghost hunting and done his own investigation. Can you guys imagine Andrew Jackson, okay? Because we, I don't know about you guys. I love history. I know you do for sure, Johnny. Uh, so the, the thought of Andrew Jackson it has always been that he's been this Superman's man, right? This tough dude, right? Can you imagine? Yeah, like him, how people think of like yeah, old Hickory. Yeah. yeah. Can you imagine this dude standing in the middle of this of a living room, just going, "Was that you? Was that you? Did, did you hear that? <laughs> did you hear that? Was that you? <laughs> Good lord." Well, wouldn't it, be, wouldn't it be more like, didst thou hear that? <laughs> oh, I like where you're going with this. this you know, we're fleshing like, out this character. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. It's like it's like the first time you heard Abraham Lincoln Vampire Slayer, and you were like, what the shit is, is it this? Is it D? Is it D? <laughs> I like it. Thy is D. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Anyway. Show us a sign, spirit. Oh, that was a little bit more Scrooge than Andrew Jackson. Anyway. Um. <laughs> Though some authors recount the Bell Witch tale as a true account, there is little evidence that it is anything other than a ghost story. And you know what? I've honestly never seen anything that said it was like a true story. It depends on who you talk to. There are some that claim it's real to the point where one of the family members they still claim was technically poisoned by the, the ghost or the witch. 
Well, I mean, it, like it's ne- every account I've come across has always treated it like folklore or myth or something, right? Yeah, like <laughs> that it's just a scary story, but that there may or may not be an element of truth to it. You know, how fucked up is that too? Like you're a part of this family, and somebody in your family annoys you. You want to get rid of them, and then you could you could just blame it on the witch. Oh, the witch must have poisoned them. Well, it's like huh. remember that case we covered in in Kentucky, the Hopkinsville Goblins. Yeah. Yes. And that family is still like the granddaughter is still like telling that's so, like, yeah, I was there. This actually happened. Like, right. that's like you talk about a family legacy or like, a you know, that might be the worst family heirloom. Yeah, ever. you don't want to be a part of that one. I mean, I do, but I don't. You know what I mean? Like, I would have <laughs> yes. liked to have been there just to have seen it if it really happened. But I, I wouldn't want to carry that with me the rest of my life, dude. All right, Johnny. I'm a, I'm a little jealous because I feel like you've got one of the scarier ones here next. Yeah, I almost don't want to read this uh, because we all know out of us three, I'm the biggest scaredy cat of all of us. <laughs> uh, but the next one is Casper, the friendly ghost. I mean, <laughs> uh, while Bloody Mary spends her time in the ghostly realms waiting to be summoned to the dark bathrooms so she can scare kids, Casper, whose legal last name is the Friendly Ghost, is the white outlined smiling ghost who tries not to scare people. In the Harvey comic book series, Casper was often joined by friends such as Wendy the Good Little Witch. Of course, she's a good little witch. Is the Good uh, Little and- Witch her last name? Yeah, it's her legal last name. Uh, and a hot stuff, the little devil. Of course, the little devil is his legal last name. <laughs> While some found the idea of a dead child's ghost hanging around with a witch and a devil a bit creepy. Honestly, the premise of it is really creepy, even <laughs> no if he is kidding. a nice, friendly ghost. Uh, the characters were made benign and kid-friendly with the addition of good and friendly and little to their names. Uh, Casper had a revival of sorts with a self-titled 95 film, which I did see because <laughs> yep. I'm cool like that. I never saw uh, it. A lot of success that managed to avoid the direct video graveyard. So uh, I'm it's very sequels pro- did not. Right. The sequels. And I don't think I ever even saw those. Really? I've, never even, I've never even seen the Hillary first. Duff played Wendy the Good Witch, dude. Come on. I saw the That's first how one. That's they are. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely saw the first one. Uh, I... I semi grew up with this character a little bit just because I remember watching because he would be on the table with old cartoons with like Woody Woodpecker yep. and, and Casper would be on there. And so I'd see his cartoons every once in a while, just watching him as a kid. Yep. And then the movie came out. Yeah. It's still a really creepy premise it, it, at all. Dude, it is, man. Like, <laughs> it's a it's dead the child. The older you get. Like, yeah. It's a sad story, really, because it's a it dead is. child. Never knew that. Only saw a cartoon once or twice. Never saw the movie. Just knew the character from pop culture, to be honest. Didn't even know it was a dead child. He doesn't even look like a child. I had a very unhealthy obsession with Christina Ricci when I was growing up. And so that's why I saw Casper. (laughs) Oh, yeah, she was in it. That's right. That's like when she was doing uh, Adam's Family, right? Around that time. Yeah, it was right after Adam's Family Values. The the second one, the one where they go to the summer camp and she takes it over. Right. Yeah, I remember that. Hmm. I need to go watch those again. I like those movies. Oh, we, can, we got a new one coming out this year, bro. Oh, I saw it. I mean, I haven't uh-huh. seen it, but I saw the trailer for it. Not to brag again. It's going to be good. All right, next. All right, next. All right, Chris. Chris, Chris, you take this one because I don't, I don't fuck with this. All right, so I want to try something. We'll right, see what, what happens. Are, what, what could he be doing? Bloody Mary. 
Oh no. Bloody mm. Mary. Don't you dare say it one more time. Beetlejuice. Uh, <laughs> Bloody Mary. So Bloody Mary, with those words, many school children had their first experience with a ghost. According to folklore, Bloody Mary is a ghost of a woman who murdered her children long ago. If you want to see her, you go into a bathroom, usually at the school or at a sleepover, I add. Or a sleepover. Turn yes, the, sleepover for me. Turn the lights off. And I always heard you light a candle and you put the candle behind you. Uh, then you still, really? Yeah. Then you stand in front of a mirror and repeat her name three times. While countless children... Are you, seriously, Chris? Yeah. You heard, about a, you heard about a... You did it with a candle? Yeah, yeah. We did it with a candle Dude, and you had the candle so behind you. I'm by like how many different versions of this there are. We never did the candle. You were just supposed to be able to see her in the mirror in the dark. Yeah. Same. Apparently, same. With the flicker, yeah, apparently with the flickering light, you'd see her appearing behind you. Uh, wow. So yours oh, makes more sense. Up, yeah, yours makes more sense, though, because you have it some does. sort of light source. <laughs> well, like <laughs> us down here in North Carolina, we just said, hey, let's just stand in this dark room. <laughs> <laughs> and, and hopefully she's got, like, day glow skin. Just yeah. uh, <laughs> me and Bloody Mary and, and God above. <laughs> <laughs> While countless children and surely many more than a few adults have tried to summon Bloody Mary using the prescribed method, to date, few, if any, have actually succeeded. Most either stare at their scared reflection in the dark mirror or lose their nerve after saying the second Bloody Mary and run screaming from the bathroom in girlish giggles. A tee-hee-hee. An updated version of the Bloody Mary legend was made into a horror film series, Candyman. Yeah, it definitely was one of these movies or one of these kind of tales that had an influence so much so that, yeah, Candyman. But let's think about that. Beetlejuice is the same thing. The idea is, is you say his name three times, he shows up. And he's not like a normal guy. The dude's got some creepy shit going on. You know what I mean? That's that's pretty wild. That's, so, that's what they should have put as a poor quote for that movie. Beetlejuice. <laughs> He's not like a normal guy. He's, He's got, got some, some shit, shit going, going on. on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Tony Stark in Endgame. And the daughter's like, why aren't you asleep? He's like, I got some important shit going on. <laughs> Any advertising firm want to contact me? That's BICBP radio at gmail.com. <laughs> Um, <laughs> get the hustle on, bro. <laughs> but yeah, dude, uh, obviously we've all tried it, right? I remember trying it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Did you guys ever get so was there ever before you like for your first time do you guys remember the first time or second time trying it? Was there ever a time where you gave up before you said the third? You didn't have the nerve? No. No, hell no. No. Same. I always did it because I was never by myself, so you couldn't chicken out. You can't exactly, bro. Yeah. I was just gonna say you didn't want to get called a pussy, man. Yep, exactly. Yeah. No, definitely. Yeah. Which is strange because I love cats today, so I, I wouldn't care <laughs> if I was called that today. But uh it's it's just that like I was always with somebody else when I was saying those words. I was always scared though, because just in case something well, did pop up in my face. Well, maybe that's what it is. We were too me. scared to do it ourselves. That's probably I wasn't going to go it. in the bathroom and do it by myself. <laughs> me either. I'm a you know. I'm not. Oh, we had to. Moron. We everybody was outside the bathroom listening, but you had to go in by yourself. You couldn't have anybody in with you. Then she wouldn't show yeah, up. Yeah, but if they were listening, they would know if you said it or not. So you still had to say it. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. That's fascinating, bro. And you're right, though. A a lot of things kind of borrow from this myth. I mean, there was even a episode of Supernatural that kind of borrowed from this one of the earlier seasons. Yeah, this was in this was in Paranormal Activity three. Yeah. Um. There's a there's an urban legends movie about it, Uh, and I think there's a couple there's a couple of other ones too. There's a movie called or a movie series called Mirrors that kind of uses that idea, you know. 
it's definitely one of these things that stuck around uh, long enough for it to embed itself in pop culture. But it, it's almost yeah. like a rite of passage when you're younger from becoming, you know, you, where you're you're old enough now to go and stay at a friend's house or go out and hang yeah. out with your friend. You know what I mean? Now it's a rite of passage. It's a way of scaring yourself into into the unknown. I tried it once and an alcoholic beverage appeared in the mirror. See, now you're and talking. I, that's. That's not I don't know, man. I'd probably drink it. I could see Johnny in the bathroom. Zima. 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 <laughs> Isn't there a drink called a Bloody Mary? I thought there was a drink called a Bloody Mary. There is. That's how much I know about alcohol. No, there is, there is. <laughs> oh man. All right, what do we have next? Usually you drink them in the morning. <laughs> All right. Is, is it my turn? Carter. Carter, go my for it. My turn. Uh I'm gonna I'm probably gonna screw this word up. The Drury Lane Ghost. I'm not British, so I can't say it too well. No, you said the uh, right. Did yeah, I say it right? You yeah, said you the it. right, yeah. Drury. We're just going to call it the Drew Hill Lane Ghost. Anyway, <laughs> there are many theaters in the Covent Gardens district in London's West End. Plays have been produced in that area for over 300 years. Didn't know that. And some of the world's greatest actors have appeared there. Yet one theater is better known more for its ghosts than its productions. There's actually more than one ghost said to haunt Drury Lane's halls and wings, including those of several actors. Hmm. The most famous, however, is a man in gray seen as a nobleman carrying a sword. Any theater worth its salt, and many that aren't, we know about salt, right, Johnny? We sure Reputedly, do. we do, we do. Reputedly have a resident ghost. Up. That's right. Treading the boards. And the Drury Lane ghosts carry on their part of theater tradition. So so you could be like going to a play there one night, like with your girlfriend or something, and just be sitting there and suddenly some man in gray shows up. What if he shows up like on the stage with the like would you even notice it? What if it's like, play you see? What if it's like a more well known actor and all of a sudden you're like a scary Ooh, I get no respect. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. What if it's something? What if it's something like oh. that? Like, I don't know, dude. That would freak me the Ow. hell out. Like Rodney Dangerfield shows up there. Yeah, and I know he's been dead for like twenty years. Like that would really mess me up. <laughs> and he's asking, and he's asking you if you like this part in Caddyshack, which which I did. You know, he was great. No, 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 no. It's all about Rover Dangerfield. Nice. All right, well, I get a good one. Uh, the Vanishing Hitchhiker. Oh, this is like Bloody Mary. This is one of those things as a yes. kid you've always this known about. This was also supernatural, wasn't it, Johnny? Isn't this yes, like the was. first episode? This is the very first episode. You're right. I think so. Uh, this didn't happen to me, but my friend, she heard it from her hairdresser. It happened to her parents. It seems that they were driving along a lonely country road one night. It was really cold, maybe up in Minnesota or Montana. It's, this is honestly in almost every state. There's a... A famous ghost like this. Yeah. Anyway, it was snowing, and as they turned a corner, they saw a barefoot young girl wearing a dress and a green shawl. Of course, they stopped to help her, and she got in the back seat. She didn't say much, and when they asked her where she lived, she pointed to a farmhouse in the distance. A few minutes later, when they pulled into the driveway, she was gone. <gasps> the couple were puzzled, but got out of the car and knocked on the farmhouse door. A somber, gray-haired woman answered, uh-huh. and the couple explained. <laughs> I love these sound effects. Explained <laughs> that their mysterious passenger had said this was her house. What? That's impossible. 
the my, woman replied. My daughter died near here 20 years ago on this very night. That's right. So, uh, guys, I think I told this story before, but literally <laughs> one of my all-time scariest things that I ever saw in my lifetime that I legit lost sleep over is when they covered a similar story <laughs> on Unsolved Mysteries. And <laughs> like they, you know, they always do the reenactments on yeah, those. Yeah. Yep. So these people are driving on this road. I think it was in Chicago. I'm driving on this road. Uh, they see this lady walking and she's in white and they turn around to look at her and the camera pans over and she just got like nothing in her face, just a blank space. And it, and I was young and it petrified me. <laughs> she had yeah, no this face. Is, this is, this is like a, uh, on supernatural, they call her a woman in white. Yes. Yeah. So it's almost always a woman those, in white. Those yeah. legends before too. It's never a woman in flannel. No. And why is that? Well, that's not a trap. Because that's not a dude. I don't <laughs> want to see that unless she's lumberjacking it. Dude, listen. Don't don't put that's, down the girls of the nineties, bro. Nineteen ninety-five. I was gonna I say, mean, don't yeah. Don't take well, don't take away from the nineties, bro. Lumber lumberjacking it is what I call it when I'm having some alone time out in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> As soon as I said that, I knew I had said something. I was like, dude, I should have used another word. I that is amazing. Said that. that is amazing. Commence the fan art. And we're done. Uh, no, we have a That's few more a here. <laughs> Lumberjacking it with history creeps. I'm going to need some more sensor bars on this one, Chris. That's got to be another shirt. It's got to be a Chris. squatch out there. Uh, <laughs> squatch is watching it, dude. We're gonna have a whole line Love of shirts. For the squatch we're gonna have dude. a whole line of adult shirts that are like Sasquatch themed. <laughs> Menage Squatch, Lumberjack in it. <laughs> I want I want our listeners to go to our Facebook page, History Creeps, and make sure you comment under this episode and let us know if you want this shirt. All right, I'm moving on. Our next ghost. Now I have to say, hang on, I'm crying. I'm crying. <laughs> I have to say, <laughs> I have to say this ghost for sure. Uh, I do know. I love this story. This has always been yeah, a part same. of my like. It, it, it's kind of like Calvin and Hobbes or or Alf or you know. It's 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 part of my youth. I remember this uh, in Charles Dickens' famous novel, A Christmas Carol. Cold-hearted miser Ebenezer Scrooge has a change of heart after being visited by several ghosts representing different eras of his life. Uh, his life's Christmases, past, present, and yet to come. See, they list this one as the ghost of Christmas past being. I think it should be the, the one of yet to come. That's the scarier one. Uh, oh, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, because he's got no face. Yeah, ghosts are often associated with life lessons and morality tales, and these spooks are no diff- uh, no exception. The ghosts aren't wasting time rattling change or scaring kids. Instead, the ghost of Christmas past re- rehabilitates Scrooge by showing him visions of his past Christmases. Scrooge comes to appreciate the true meaning of Christmas. No, not holiday commercialism, but giving presents. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> friendship and goodwill. Um, yeah, again, like I said, my favorite of the three, like my favorite of the three in the story is the past because it's fun to kind of go back, see Scrooge as a young man when he wasn't so mean, you know? That's what you get to see during that time. But if you ask me, the scary one, the one that should be on the list is the one yet to come, the death one. Now here's the question: In your childhood, which was the more uh, the, the version you're familiar with? There's two for me. It's the Disney one where it was Uncle Scrooge, and then of course it was the uh, Muppets one where 
uh, Kermit was the was was his poor was under you know who's the one who worked yeah, for Scrooge. Yeah. So there's three. And Tiny Tim was just a smaller Kermit. Yeah. So there's three. Was always Scrooged. I was gonna say there's three for me. Scrooged is one of them. Uh, the other one is the Muppet Christmas Carol. But the one that I love the most is the one with um, I think his name is Albert Tinney or something like that. Albert Finney, and it, it's called Scrooge. Just straight Scrooge. It's black oh, yeah, and white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Albert Finney. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. That's the one I love the most. I remember watching that as at the earliest to earliest young ages. And that's the one that I that I hooked me for that story. Uh, then I would have to say it was probably the Christmas, the Muppets one. And then Scrooge when I was a little bit. or uh, what, How old were we then? Middle school by then? I don't know. Somewhere around in there. Yeah. So, yeah, there you right. go. Uh, the ghosts of Christmas past, present, and yet to come. So I propose, because I already know what the next two are, that Carter reads the last one. I say so, too. Uh, all right. So I'll get you want me to get this one, then? I'll get this one. Get it. <clears throat> the murdered peddler. Uh, one day in the early 1840s in Hydesville, New York, a, a young peddler arrived at the home of Mr. and Mrs. Bell to sell his housewares. He was invited into the home by the Bell's housekeeper and, in fact, stayed for some days. The maid was shortly dismissed from service, but abruptly rehired a week later. The peddler was gone, but many of his items were now in use in the Bell's kitchen. The maid thought little of it until she began experiencing strange, ghostly phenomenon, only to find out the peddler's ghost that he had, in fact, been murdered in her absence. At least that was the story told by two sisters named Maggie and Katie Fox, who claimed to communicate with the ghost. Years later, the sisters admitted it had all been a hoax. There was no murdered peddler, and the spirit communicated uh, communications had been faked. Still, the sisters had inadvertently founded a religion called spiritualism. This is all true, by the way. Oh, yeah. Uh, yes, which is. is still practiced today. The murdered peddler is the only fake ghost whose presence started a real religion. And they actually have and two towns. And I believe it was Maggie Fox that came out and said like, years later on her deathbed, basically, that they had faked everything. Yeah, yeah, that's what they already made all the money. <laughs> and there's two spiritualist towns that uh, were founded during this time. Uh, one's here in New York called Lilydale, and down in Florida is one called Casadega. That's creepy. Yep. All that's right, nice. Carter, this one's uh, yours, uh, Real oh. quick. Uh, it just started um, uh, the second season of this podcast, but it's really has a lot about spiritualism. It's actually what it's uh, this season's about. The first season was about the settling witch trials, but it's called Unobscured. It's by the same guy who does lore. I recommend it. It's very good. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Lore is a good podcast. Aaron Menke. Yes, that's the guy doing Unobscured. So check it out. Ooh, yay. Here's yours, Carter. All right. Thank you, Johnny. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Slimer. What's up, little buddy? <laughs> dun, 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 Slimer dun, 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 is dun, the dun, grotesque dun, green ghost featured in the Ghostbusters films and cartoons. He's green, he's obnoxious, and he can spew slime. What's not to love? Damn right. <laughs> in fact, Slimer proved to be so popular with kids that he got a starring role in the spinoff series, The Real Ghostbusters, oh, loved it. which then turned into Slimer in The Real Ghostbusters because he was so popular with the kids. Yep. A reformed evil ghost that joined the Ghostbusters team, Slimer's voracious appetite and guttural burps make him among the most memorable cartoon ghosts. Did you guys know that that's supposedly because uh, Dan Aykroyd said he's supposed to be the ghost of John Belushi? Really? 
Yep. That I did not know. I did not know that. And, and I was wondering, why do they call him evil? Is that established in lore? Because I don't remember him being evil. How evil the, is it that in he's the movies, haunting the... I mean, in the movies, they don't really have a relationship with him at all. They just right. see him and he slimes them. Right, right. In the second one, he kind of lives in the firehouse, but that was after real Ghostbusters. Right, the cartoon, the cartoon makes him a, a, a kid-friendly thing, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I never In really fact, thought of him as evil. Whenever they try to trap him, my daughter gets really upset, and she's like, "No, don't hurt Slimer!" <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was gonna. I do think he's got to be like either from the real world or from the uh, you know movies and cartoons and such, and pop culture for sure. He's got to be one of the one of the top guys, hundred percent. Right? Is, yeah. Now- is, I, yeah, I agree. Now, is he more popular or more recognizable than the actual ghost in the Ghostbuster symbol? Now, that I, I don't know. Come out the Stay Puff? Ain't it Stay Puff? No, no it's, it's just like puff. a generic ghost. Yeah, it's just yeah, a it's generic, generic ghost. ghost. Yeah. But it's very much, I mean, I would, I would go so stay far puff as to say. Stay Puff was a ghost, though, technically. What, no, what, Stay Puffed was the uh, was final of, form of Gozer the Destructor yes. and yeah. uh, chosen by Ray. The energy, correct. And he was actually made of marshmallows. Remember, because when they, oh, it was real marshmallows. That's yeah, right. yeah. When they blow, yeah. when they blow it up, they're covered in like marshmallow fluff, basically. All except for you know Peter, who somehow got away with it. I love how yeah. they. I, I feel like he should have walked out, and one of the prop guys should have been like, "Nope, you know what? Here's a bucket." Yeah. I would like to hear how they pitched the idea to the the studio. Like, hey, so far you hear the whole story. It's all ghosts, and it makes it's cool, it's fun. And then all of a sudden, we're going to end the climatic. It's going to be a giant marshmallow. And some studio guy was like, "Boom!" Exactly. We're on it. He's like, "Son, the key to a good sales pitch is to know when to shut up." So uh, I thought of one that wasn't mentioned on this list. I kind of yeah, think you, it should have been. You, you go ahead because I thought of one too, and I want to make sure they're not the same thing. Uh, of course, it's uh, the story of Ichabod Crane and the Headless Horseman. Ooh. Oh, that's not the one I thought of, but that's a good one. Yeah. That scared uh, the hell out of me as a kid, dude. Me too. We're, we're over here talking about stuff like from here that scared – like that scared the crap yeah, that little, out that of Disney, me. That Disney animated yes, thing? Dude, Holy cow, was, yeah. Dude. Disney made some messed up <laughs> yes, stuff. Yes, they did. Like, and tried to pass it off as kit. Like, the Black Cauldron is another one, dude. There's some messed oh, up yeah. stuff in old Disney movies. Oh yeah, for sure, a hundred percent. Yeah, that one's that one scared the hell out of me as a kid, Johnny. That's a good one. But I was gonna say the Blair Witch. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I would say so. I agree with that for sure. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's a scary one too. That's a movie I've actually seen, guys. That's a, a, I mean, I'm trying to think. I, I don't. Be, I to be totally honest. I saw the first Blair Witch right when it came out, and everybody still thought that it was real. Yeah, and that made it a hundred times scarier for me. So, I get that people don't like the shaky cam and the motion sickness, but that stuff doesn't bother me. So it just scared the crap out of me instead. Understandable, understandable. I mean, I remember being. I saw it too when everybody thought it was real, uh, and. Uh, I thought it was still to this day. I think it's still one of the better found footage, scary things that I've seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've seen, I have seen the first two paranormal activities and the first one I liked quite a lot until the ending, uh, the ending ruined it for me, but that's just me. Which one opinion. did, which ending did you see? Uh, the one where the face changes or whatever. It's been uh, forever since I've seen oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Garbage. She's possessed. Yeah. And I'm like, God, you just ruined it. You had done such a good job making this feel realistic. And then, 
he went over the top with special effects there and it kind of ruined it for me yeah well here's a fun story uh mentioning that this past weekend we went to days of the dead and the stars of the original paranormal activity were both there uh katie featherston and mika sloat and ellen and i went up to him to get our dvd signed and we actually got to tell them the story about living in a haunted house when the first paranormal activity came out and we went to see it on a date <laughs> nice. and they were like super into like guys lived in a haunt like what happened you know why did you keep staying there and i was like well the rent was 650 a month for a three bedroom so hmm. ghost be damned i'll deal with it Fancy. i was also gonna i was also gonna toss this one in. and curse i don't know please correct me if if he's not considered a real ghost but his name he has ghost in his name ghost writer is he a ghost he technically died right um yeah. it's the it's the it's the it is a spirit that 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 in you know infests johnny blaze so yes it is it right. is a spirit spirit of vengeance if you will because it can jump from person to person that's how you have like danny catch and whatever the guy is on agents of shield i didn't i didn't see his ghost rider arc but yeah i couldn't think of any other ghosts to add to this to be like, i'm, try- I'm, I'm trying to think i think johnny hit on one with paranormal activity like that's a I don't know if necessarily the ghost is the you know, but paranormal activity is a big, pretty big pop culture. The there's there's four different colored ghosts in Pac-Man who are quite popular. That's true. <laughs> Inky, Blinky, I can't remember the rest of them. Stinky, <laughs> Malinky, Winky. No, one's just named like Dot or something. Shrinky, because you're supposed to put that one at the end, you know. <laughs> I was in the Shrinky is what I call it when I've been out in the woods and it's really cold. <laughs> I was in the pool. <laughs> I was in the pool. Oh man, I, dude, I I can't stand that show, but that's seriously one of the funniest <laughs> parts of that show because it's the, one of the best recurring jokes I think I've ever heard in anything. Everybody sees like it's cold. I was in the pool. So there you have it, guys. Uh, a little list of some of the more famous ghosts. I wish I could just rag. I'm trying to rag my brain. I can't think of any others. So with that, I'll be tapping out and phasing through the wall of the creeper clubhouse. You guys have anything else you want to say before we get out of here? Uh, no, I'm, I've already phased out. I'm already outside, uh, outside through the wall. I got nothing. I can't even hear you. I'm going to go lumberjack it. I'm going to go check out this menage squatch. You guys uh, shut the lights off. Lock the doors. Guys, have a good night. Be careful on your way home. Make sure to look over your shoulder. Have a buddy with you walking through the woods. And as always, stay creepy.